0: Greetings, it is me again, Ian Caleb, your binge-worthy guru with yet another episode of the show on Swarm. Yep, that's the name of the show, it's on Amazon Prime. And getting back in the habit of how I try to start these shows, what is binge-worthy guru, what's going on? Well, you know that show that like two, or not listening to, but actually seeing and or someone recommended the show, Or you just were flipping through Netflix or Amazon or whatever. And you're like, hey, I'm gonna check this out. And you check it out. You like it. And you spend the entire day or weekend watching it. Wearing the same clothes that you had on from when you got off work. And you're guilty, but you don't care because the show is really good. And then you enter in what I call the post binge depression. That moment where you get to the season or series finale of a show. And it's not coming back or you gotta wait maybe a year before the next season comes out. So post binge depression. And I'm here, your fearless leader of watching any and everything (laughs) to give you an idea of the shows that are interesting or that you might be interested in, especially if it's not heavily advertised so these are kind of shows that you know netflix or the other platforms may not advertise as much but still it's worth watching or not watching i might start getting into shows that probably we shouldn't be shouldn't be well i guess that would take away from binge worthy (laughs) anyway so swarm is the show it is executive um produced and created by donald glover aka aka childish gambino And I have mixed feelings about this show. Um, I I did like it. Again, it's on Amazon Prime. I want to say it was eight episodes or 10. I can't remember Uh, what one thing that that dude is a genius. Like anything he touches, I tend to be interested in anyway. But he's a genius because you know how you watch those shows or movies and at the end in the credits, it says like all of the characters are fictional uh, and you know, any coincidence of what's what you see about the people the experience was what they did or did not do is highly coincidental and this show was like no we know exactly what the hell we're doing everything is intentional if you think you think you know who we are referring to in this show you're most likely right because we are referring to that particular artist so I to honestly, I could give it away and no one would care. Uh, but I don't know. You can figure it out on your own because I don't know. And I can't even blame alcohol or anything. But it took me a good minute to realize the correlation. I think I was in episode one and um, I had a friend of mine over who is from Spain. So English is his second language. And um, it was him and a few other people. And uh, he was like what does swarm mean? And I was like, you know, it's like, you know, when like insets like hover, like in a a, a group or that kind of thing, like a hive. And then (laughs) that's when it clicked what the the artist that the show was referring to when I realized that swarm is just another way of saying hive. And I I mean, I guess I've already delved into it. So basically it's this show where this girl D is obsessed with um, an artist and when i say she's obsessed she's obsessed she is trying to get in contact with this with this artist at all cost and when i say at all cost at all cost you could even go as far as saying that she is a serial killer she's very protective of this artist as with everyone else who follows this particular artist so no surprise there and uh basically she's on this quest to see this artist in concert Or see this lady at all costs. And there are a few mishaps where she actually was very close to achieving her goal. And she makes a mistake. She does something that she wasn't supposed to do. And the second half of the show is her trying to get back in contact with her to apologize for actions that was done several episodes back. So it's it's kind of a dark comedy if you will like it had funny moments if you enjoyed the show Atlanta on FX also created by um Donald Glover I believe he got a if not an Emmy a Golden Globe or one of the other I can't remember if it was for his direction in it it might be his direction if you like Atlanta you would you would understand Swarm it has the same kind of Vibe and vein as Atlanta, uh, so if you like, I said I, I no sense in repeating myself, but it, it has the same kind of mm, if you will. So if you like Atlanta, you will like Swarm. Uh, you can tell it's the same creators and the same writers and that kind of thing. What else can I say about this? Like, I mean, I guess that's it. Like, I really can't go into it any further because it's just basically this girl who is obsessed with this art, artist, Niaja. And um, she's willing to do anything to get tickets and be next to her. She's ridiculously obsessed. Now, one thing I will say that I do like about it, and as with a lot of Donald Glover's work, is that he's very highbrow is very intelligent. So even though people may be doing simple things or saying simple things or acting in a simple way, it's very intelligent the way certain things are happening. And you may not realize the subtleties of what he's doing unless you're having a discussion with someone or you just kind of notice it or he just hits you with it at the end. And one of the first things I saw in one of those episodes was it's kind of like. I don't I'm, I'm certain this had to have been intentional, but in a lot of movies or shows, um, people of color, specifically black women, typically are objectified and over sexualized. It's one episode. It might be the very first episode or the second episode where it seems as if he was objectifying all the white males in the show. And I thought that was interesting. It was subtle. But you could tell he was doing, but Charles, I'm telling him Charles, I don't know why I'm doing it. I'm doing that. Donald is very subtle in that regard. And there was also another thing that they did at the very end. I didn't like the ending. I hated the ending. They honestly could have ended. If it was eight episodes, again, I should know how many episodes it is. But the episode before the series finale, yes, it's a limited series. There will be no season two. You're welcome for me telling you it ahead of time. But the episode before the series finale, they did this documentary style type thing where um, everything, every episode you've seen so far was pieced together in this documentary type setting. They could have completely ended it that way and I would have been okay. I'm okay with the the series finale, but the ending was so poetic and shit that I was like, y'all could have kept that. Like, I mean, we really didn't need to see this, but it was poetic. And it showed the deeper meaning of why Dre, Drea, Dre, Andrea, whatever, why she was on this journey. And it's it's a testament of trauma and how trauma manifests or how grief manifests and the the extremes that will go when we're dealing with grief and trauma. So that was interesting if you wanted to really get into a deep conversation about it. The series finale kind of, breaks that down for you, the last 15 seconds of it. One thing I don't like um, with certain shows is I don't like when a show wants the viewer to figure out what happened. No, most viewers are lazy. We don't want to have to think unless we like really, unless it's the right genre for that. I don't think this was the right genre for us, for you all to end it in such a way where we get to decide what happened. You know, did she really achieve her goal? Did she really get this person? Was this really the the person at the end or, or that kind of thing? It was cryptic where you would argue the ending based upon what you think happened. And it was open ended. I don't like open ended shows, especially when it's a limited series that's not coming back. And you're just wanting us to, you know, use our imagination and and create our own narrative about what happened. Uh, I'm warning you, that's what the show does. So just be prepared for it. So you may, you won't be let down like I was. That's it on my end for the show. Like it's really that not that much to say. Billie Eilish was in it and I, I, I love her, but I actually did not recognize her to even know who she was so I mean that tells me that she might be a, a great actress because I, I didn't recognize her um, Michael Jackson's daughter um, was in it didn't recognize her either like I just wasn't paying attention as I was watching uh, that's on me you know but you'll recognize their faces when you see them uh, the other thing that I will say is that when I tell you that these were based on true events these were based on true events I believe they spent two and a half years um, researching real life things that happened directly to the artist that this show is based off of. And all the encounters that you see in the episodes are based upon stuff that that artist went through in some shape, fashion, or form. So it, when it says it's based on true stories, they did the research for two and a half years to bring a swarm based on those experiences with the artist. So it, it becomes more funny as well when you know who the artist is, so the references, um, like when they refer to her sister and other things, whatever, uh, makes it kinda cute and funny. I don't wanna get, I mean, it's not that much to give to talk about on this, I mean, it really isn't. Other than it was great, I liked it, it was funny, funny moments, gory, thriller, suspense, mystery, Trauma, psychological, just the series finale sucked. I just wasn't happy with the series finale. And I, and I also, there was something else that she did at the end where it's like you finally find something. You you find, it's like finding something that's 100% per- perfect. Well, it can't be, well, let me not say that. Finding something that's 99% perfect and that 1% of imperfection is enough for you to throw it all away. That was something, another plot, Thing that she did that also frustrated me, which I, I can't be upset because I'm like, you know what? This is your character. You're supposed to do this. It would not be true to form if you deviated from the person that we are used to the entire time. I get that. Another thing about D's chari- Dre's carrier, uh character that I didn't like is that she didn't have many redeemable qualities. I wasn't on her side. I, I did not care if she won or lost or got her goal or that kind of thing. Even though I understand trauma, I wasn't on board with her. I, I didn't really care what happened to her either way. Uh, And it's hard to watch a show when there aren't people with redeemable qualities in it. Like there's no one to root for. And that's another unfortunate thing with this show as well, where I am glad it was a limited series. I think they got away with this being a limited series because we we weren't invested in the characters enough, specifically the lead. We weren't invested in her enough to care what the outcome is, to be upset that there won't be a season two if that makes sense. Or at least that's my opinion. Uh, You might have a different opinion, but that's how I looked at it. And I think that's the only reason they was able to get away with that is because she was just doing her, um, to a certain extent, extremely selfish and narcissistic. You know, I wanted to like her. I wanted to like her. I want to be behind her, but I just couldn't. But I guess because they took all of these real life experiences that happened to this artist and attached it to one character, we, there's no way you, you could humanize that person based on the, the the horrible things that we saw unfold with these people. So that's it, again, is on Amazon Prime. Swarm, dark comedy, if you will, brilliant, brilliantly done, minority cast, That's it. And you know what's next. You know what's coming next. Happy binging.